It's time again for your Portland Morning Brew. Casual conversations with business, city, and community leaders and influencers. Get to know your neighbors. News, views, and events all centered around our community. Now, here's your host, Troy Holden. Welcome back to the Portland Morning Brew, your local Chamber of Commerce podcast. We are uh, already past 50 episodes. We're headed towards 60. It's been a very busy summer for us, and we're very thankful to have lots of guests and lots of interesting people on the podcast. Today, we're welcoming Amanda Costello from Macy's. Uh, Amanda is the Senior Manager of Talent Acquisition at Macy's. Has to be a very challenging thing, and we'll get into that. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning to you. Um, it is a pleasure to be here and participate in a podcast. This is a first for me. Oh, okay. Well, podcasts are fun. It's uh, I kind of like it or, or uh, like to tie it to old time radio in some ways because we're just, you know, having a conversation and everything's relaxed. And, and uh, the good part is we can edit out what we don't like if it's really, really bad. So, uh, oh, okay. Good. And, good to know. But, but fortunately, that, that's never happened in all the episodes we've done. It's pretty well just been recorded and, uh, and put it out there. So it's done great. So tell us a little about you, Amanda, as far as how you ended up in Portland, where you're from, and, um, you know, just how all that came together. Sure. Um, so again, my name is Amanda Costello and I, my role as senior manager of talent acquisition uh, really is ultimately just recruiting. Um, not that there's just recruiting, but that's what the um, title indicates. And I actually joined the Portland team at Macy's about seven years ago. I'm actually a native of Franklin, Kentucky, which is just across the state line to Portland. And I went to uh, Western Kentucky University in Bowling Green, where I studied human resource management. And through my professional journey after college, um, I was at a direct-to-consumer supply chain warehouse in Bowling Green. So the opportunity to come to Macy's and work at their supply chain facility was a very natural transition for me. Um, prior to that, I had actually met my husband in college. He and I have been married for 23 years, and we have a six-year-old son named Joseph. So while I may not be a native to Portland, um, I'm close enough being from Franklin and living in Bowling Green. So I kind of like to joke that I have the whole bubble covered between different counties in the state line. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It is uh, like one big extended community, I think. It is. Uh, it is. Frank Franklin and Portland feel very interconnected, and, and even into Bowling Green, because that's where a lot of us, that's where we go. We don't go south you know, to Rivergate or Nashville. Uh, I go to Gallatin some, mm -hmm. but I, I feel like we, you know, where I live out in between Portland and Westmoreland, I gravitate to Scottsville and Bowling Green a lot right. more. I really love Scottsville. Beautiful, beautiful area up there. Let's um, be real honest. I-65 is no treat um, some days because of all the construction. <laughs> so to go north right. is actually like a pleasurable drive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, that um, uh, I remember when I moved up here, in uh, oh gosh, how how far would I go back for this? Two thousand, <laughs> I don't want to say two thousand five or four uh -huh. or six, somewhere around in there, and and sixty five was two lanes all the way down both ways, and I drove to Nissan in um, in Laverne. It was a Nissan distribution center called right. Nissan Trading, and I drove that drive every day. So I'd leave home at six. 
you know, to be sure. I, and of course, I'd easily get there at seven, but I'd miss the traffic. But coming home, oh my gosh, if, if you know, if you left out of there any time after 3.30, yeah, it was at least stuck. two hours. Yeah, at least two yes. hours. And it was two lanes. And even now with the four lanes up to a certain point, I mean, it is desperately needed because there are so many people who have moved out from that area and have to travel back for work. So it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Um, and we're just seeing that, you know, year after year after year, not just the interstate, but even here in Portland, you know, when I moved up here, it was very little traffic. And now mm-hmm. it's, it, it gets really busy at, in, in the mornings and in the evenings, um, really has changed. So let's talk a little bit more about your HR journey. Um, sure. Being a, a talent acquisition manager, this, this used to be a really fun thing to do years ago. <laughs> But uh, it has really become a challenge, I'm sure, because I worked in manufacturing for a long time. Um, I spent the last few years at Sabaki in Portland, mm-hmm. and that was where I went through the COVID thing. And that was when I decided not long after that, that I, I had to make a change because it had just gotten so difficult to get people, keep people, hold people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then once they did come in, it was like the rules had changed and how you had to treat people. So things have really changed uh, in the last five years. So tell us about that that roller coaster and what you guys do at Macy's different to make it a great place to be. You know, roller coaster is a really great description of what the last three or four years have looked like, because to your point, up until COVID, um, the, the script was fairly the same. Um, Macy's has a very prominent presence here in the Portland community. This facility has been here for right at 16 years. Um, We do high volume hourly hiring for the holiday season. So it was kind of a place to go. Um, But then with COVID, we still saw a lot of that natural traffic. And then with COVID brought different job opportunities, such as more of a make your own schedule type of employment with your um, Grubhubs or your DoorDash or your working from home scenarios. And so that really changed the script of being attractive to uh, having an hourly a shift role type position here at the warehouse. So we've had to really evaluate what is appealing to our candidates and what would make them want to continue to come into um, the workplace environment. And we've done that, you know, really our chamber membership has been helpful with that because a chamber membership is not just about saying that you belong to the chamber. It's about being a presence and showing as a business that you support the community. And that's what people are interested in is, does this business support the community that I live in and that I'm a part of, or are they just, um, or they, are they more than that? In other words, do they have something else to offer besides a job? Yes, they have to offer that they support that community. Yeah, we've done a lot of things such as participating in the Strawberry Festival. Um, We even participate in the monthly networking events that Sherry and Kristen and Lacey put on for the team um, Mm -hmm. or the chamber members, rather. And we really get a lot of great interaction with other businesses in the community and even the surrounding counties that come and participate in those events. And that's how you make those connections and help your business be integrated into the community. Um, right. and you, you have to do more than just put your turn the lights on and say you're hiring. You need to show that you have something to offer. Right. Right. And it, and even with um, as small as, as my business is, you know, I try to go to a lot of those outreaches and mm-hmm. luncheons and breakfast. And I don't do a lot of local business, but it's just something I can do to give back. This is a community I've lived in for a long time, not from here, but 
I just have a connection here. You know, I've been here a long time. I know a lot of people. I've worked in a couple of the industries here where so many, um, you know, where I met so many people and, and like you said, hired, hired a lot of people. I've even literally brought people in under my wing, promoted them, got them moved up and they're, you know, they're in management positions now at other companies. And it's wonderful to watch all that happen. Um, I think the change that, you know, one of the changes we're talking about is the difficulty, like you said, in the recruiting and how much harder it has gotten in sure. the last few years since COVID. Um, and, and as we watch the the turnover numbers, you know, were increasing actually before COVID, we were seeing that. But to hang on to people and get people to come in and stay, there's not, uh, there's not the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not dedication, but uh, loyalty. Loyalty. Uh, the, sure. the loyalty is, is it's a two way street. So uh, we're all trying to provide that in both ways. So I'm sure you guys are doing some special things to try to show people up front. You know, you're dedicated to them. You want them to stay. And uh, what are some of the things that you guys do to make it special there? You know, I, really, I don't know. I would say it's more so the people that already work here that make this place special. Um, I cannot tell you how many wonderful people that I have become uh, connected to working here at the Portland location. Um, again, may not have been from Portland, but I feel I've always been treated like family with this building. And that's because of the colleagues and highlighting um, what they bring to the table. We use a lot of our core colleagues to help with the recruiting process by giving them seasonal opportunities. Um, so it's, it's an opportunity to get off the floor, learn a different part of the business, and they can be the face in front of the candidates to really give them a firsthand example of what it's like to work here at the warehouse. Mm -hmm. help, help them better understand what does a packing job really entail? What does it really look like when you're driving power equipment? And that resource with our core colleagues really makes that difference. I could tell you from a job description what those roles do, but I may not have done it myself to really give you the true life example. Um, right. You know, something else that we're super proud of is our ability to celebrate diversity um, within this building. Our building has a host of um, second language candidates and colleagues, and we represent over 20 different languages. And that's because of the different candidate pools that we've reached out to, not only in the Portland community, but all of the surrounding counties that we reach out to. And because we're able to do that, it shows a level of diversity that you don't have to be a cookie cutter employee to come work at Macy's. You can be who you are. And in fact, our tag phrase is bringing your amazing self and your amazing self can mean a host of things. And we truly celebrate that here. And that's appealing to people is to know that I can go somewhere and I can be among individuals that look like me, um, think like me, um, and have backgrounds like myself that I don't have to fit into a mold to work at Macy's. Right, right. That's great. That is great. That is the um, that is the new standard that you know companies are having to set. Things have changed. Uh, it's mm -hmm. no longer you know 1994, and you know you're uh, if you've got. Uh, five fingers on each hand and you're upright and breathing, you know, come on in, we'll put you to work. And um, yeah, things have, have absolutely changed. Um, I, I'm sure you guys also do a lot of um, uh, training, a lot of teaching as people right. come in to learn about the company, to learn about safety and all those things. Um, so tell us a little bit about that, about is, is a lot of that, you know, virtual, is a lot of that still in person or how do you guys do that? 
Well, as a, a new hire candidate, you're going to attend a face-to-face -face interview. You'll be scheduled for an orientation, which is really going to cover the basics of getting you hired as an employee. And by the basics, I mean general introduction to um, safety standards, general introduction to how do I get my direct deposit set up? How do I know what shift I report to? Um, how do I know about what the, the values and the behaviors of Macy's are to being an employee? How do I know what my resources are? So those are your general semantics of orientation. And then once they come onto the floor and start their first day, we have individuals who are designated as core trainers to the departments. And so that core trainer doesn't simply teach you how to do the job itself, but they're going to teach you about where's the bathroom? How do I observe my break time? Um, how do I ask questions if I need uh, if I need help with something that's going on, how do I know that if something's not quite right, what are my resources to give feedback to someone that can help me if I have a concern or a problem? And so that's all part of the orientation and training process. It is so much more than just teaching you how to package an order for a customer. There are a lot of needs and expectations that people have um, to be able to do the job every day and feel good about coming to work. So you're paired up with that trainer, you have an identified supervisor, you have an identified person that we call the people leader, which is the management role. And really we embrace a very open door policy as well that um, you know I can also walk up to the facility leader of this building and ask him questions and talk to him. Um, Philip Main is a great resource and he's very visible to our colleagues. Um, a lot of times during our orientation classes, he tries to make a an appearance, if you will, at those orientation classes to show this is a live person that's available to you and not just a picture or a name on the front of the building, um, not the front of the building, but rather maybe in the hallways to say this is a person's title. Mm -hmm. They are someone who's actually accessible to you. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Open door is uh, the only way to go. Um, I, I remember when a lot of that started years and years ago, and uh, even working at, at a plant as large as Nissan and Smyrna, uh, they incorporated that, and, and your department managers and even your VPs uh, tried to be out on the shop floor at least once a month, you know, mm -hmm. just to give visibility and come see people and talk to people. And uh, it was great. I mean, we love that as as hourly technicians. We love to see people come out and, and take an interest. Um, so you're coming up on the busy season, the holiday yeah. season. I'm sure you guys are recruiting hard for that. Let's give out some information on those that are interested and in how they can reach out to you guys. What's the best way, the quickest way to get their name in the hat, to get that application in and get that interview? How do they reach out? Right, a great call out. Obviously, that is where we're at today. Um, so a couple of highlights of what we have to offer this season. Um, we are doing some, we have some flexible scheduling options and we do a day shift, a night shift and a weekend shift offering. Our competitive hiring rate is that we have a starting rate of $16 per hour. And depending upon the role that you take, um, you may be able to come in the door making up to as much as $18.30 per hour. Um, some additional incentives that we are offering is that they're up to a $1,000 bonus during key holiday um, work weeks. And that's going to be closer to our Thanksgiving time frame, which is really the big dance that we're preparing for. Um, also, there's an, a retention incentive available to candidates this year. 
where you could earn up to as much as $1,500 from a retention bonus. So we really want to promote an environment where you're coming in and you're completing that seasonal assignment with us. And you know what? Let's what's more effective than word of mouth is that we have a referral bonus incentive that's very, very helpful to us where you can refer your friend and you could earn up to, excuse me, $500. And there's no limit on the number of those referrals. Um, we have an amazing discount and you can also access your wages very quickly. So how do you get in all that? Is that if you will go to www.macysjobs.com search by Portland, Tennessee, and you will see all of the openings that we have available here at this facility. Submit your application through that process and our recruiting team will either speak to you as a walk-in candidate or we will call and schedule you an interview to come in and speak to one of our team and then talk about which one of those shifts and opportunities makes sense for you. And we have a turnaround to orientation, usually within the next three to five days. And then you can get started right on the floor within 24 to 48 hours after that. Awesome. Awesome. Great process. Thanks for straightening that out for us. So there's your information, folks. And the great thing about a podcast, you can back up and catch those addresses again if you didn't get the website and everything. So be sure and jump on to that. If you are looking for some seasonal work or, or if you're looking possibly for something that may go longer term, uh, you may have the opportunity there, I would assume. If you're a great seasonal worker and you complete the season, then when something comes up later, as you guys need, might need people later, I'm sure you keep those high performers in mind and look to possibly bring them on uh, later. Is that correct? That is correct. That's always a possibility um, because that's your, that's really your introduction to find out, is this a workplace fit for me? Mm -hmm. um, we can recognize that um, high performance and solid attendance, and you could um, result in a core opportunity after the season is over with. You know, um, it's a very common process that we do every year. And um, as we come up to the peak season and the hiring. We also have specific hiring events. We'll have one coming up on October the 19th. That's going to be from 9 a.m. to 5. But please know that's not your only opportunity. We do have recruiting um, teams that are here Monday through Saturday uh, from 9 a.m. to 5. And again, if you would like to be a walk-in, you're welcome to come by and see us. Um, and we can help you with your application. Or we will call you based upon having applied from your own home. Awesome. Awesome. So either do it online, come walk in and, and say hi and get everything done. And uh, there's your opportunity. If you're looking for some some seasonal work, this is uh, definitely a, a great opportunity for you here in the Portland area. Amanda, thank you for being a part of our community here. Thank you for being a part of Macy's. We're glad to have you. You've been around a while, so we hope we can keep you. And thanks thank for your you. involvement in the chamber. We definitely appreciate that. This was Amanda Costello from Macy's the Senior Manager of Talent Acquisition. You can uh, see one of her team if you go out for a visit to apply, or you can do that application online based on the, uh, the website that she gave just a few minutes ago. So Amanda, thanks so much for joining us, and we do appreciate it, and wishing you guys the best of luck through this busy, busy holiday season. Thank you, Troy. It was great fun. I appreciate the introduction and the opportunity to talk about the Macy's team here in Portland. Thanks for being here. This was the Portland Morning Brew with Troy Holden. If you'd like to be a guest, reach out to the Portland Chamber of Commerce. We'd love to have you on the podcast.
be sure and visit the Chamber's Facebook page for more information. Thanks for listening, and join us again soon.